From our childhood, we have been asked to be original in what we do. Whether it is a art piece, whether it is a drawing or a craft, or even what we do in our projects, in our uh, assignments, journal writing, everywhere, the teacher, the people around us, our parents ask us to be original. This same concept goes on later on in our life when we enter into a professional life and people look at us or ask or demand or we ourselves gauge and judge ourselves based on what we do, how original we are. In this whole process of being original or being the first one to do or pioneer in a particular area, we somehow run so much behind being original that we forget to be authentic. And ultimately, there is nothing original because most of the things are already there in the universe, in the nature, in the surrounding. And we end up neither being original nor being authentic. Welcome to 13. 13 is a podcast about being and creating. In this podcast, we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday. Here, we interact, read and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create. Your hosts for today are Prasanna and myself, Shantesh. Let's get started. In our earlier conversations, we have taken these two sets of words and it reminds me of these two words to be going in tandem. Uh, I think to look at both these words, original and authentic, we have to go back into our childhood. And you could see that as we start building our identity, we start getting the sense of being original because original we generally kind of also refer to as being unique and we associate originality with uniqueness and therefore we start creating our own identity through that whereas authentic was a pre-installed program look at any child uh, uh, just playing in the clay or uh, uh, in the mud and doing uh, his thing there is 100% being there or even if that kid gives you a chocolate, it's authentic. There is no hidden motive behind it. And often we kind of confuse the two words as well. We think that originality or authenticity are one and the same or interchangeable in certain contexts, but we really mean only one thing. So uh, let us try and bring the distinction between these two aspects, uh, Prasanna. If I look at the word original itself, it comes from origin, uh, which is to generate from nowhere, or you can say for the first time, it's to origin. Mm. Uh, And when we look at from that aspect, anything which we do in life, there is a kind of uh, stress, you can say, or an obsession towards making it for the first time to originate something from Mm. where it was not there or before it was not there. And that kind of puts us into that pressure of are we being original or not? Take very simple practical example of today's YouTube creators or YouTubers. If everyone is trying to be original for that matter, then I don't think there will be any content which can get created. If there is like a gatekeeper, say, for example, who is taking care of one is original or not, then we will not be able to do anything. At the same time, I am also sure that many people are not creating 
podcast, YouTube, blog posts, or any of the content in today's world, or there can be various other initiatives which they could have started just because they think that they would be original. It's already done. What am I going to do new in this area? And sometimes it is also called as imposter syndrome. And I think that's going to be, that is a big block also in a way. Whereas if we distinguish that from being authentic, where even a simple recipe, say uh, Rajma Chawal, if I'm preparing, I have my own style of preparing. I'm being myself. So where I'm talking about authentic, it is about being myself, bringing my uh, originality in a way in what I am doing. So it is being original to myself. So that's how I look at being original and being authentic. Authentic is more who I am. Hmm. Just before moving forward, uh, to clarify to our audience the meaning of imposter syndrome, uh, it's a psychological pattern in which uh, sort of an individual doubts their own talents, skills or accomplishments and has a persistent uh, sort of a fear from within of being exposed as a fraud. Uh, so that, that fear is not uh, real. But, but that, that is perceived to be a threat and they keep working towards it. Uh, yeah, so no, I, I would like to just take no, on that part. No. Uh, thanks for clarifying that definition of imposter syndrome and which is very important. I will tell you why. Because say now, let us say for example, this, this podcast itself, when we are both recording, we talk a lot about life lessons. We talk a lot about general <laughs> philosophy. If we are even touched by that imposter syndrome we should stop our podcast immediately because who are we to talk about life who are we to talk about uh, well-being or mental uh, stability all those topics but the whole point is we are not going to come, uh, claim that we are original or we are experts in the topic we are being authentic i am sharing what i am going through in my life nothing can stop mm. me from doing that mm. But going forward, earlier at the beginning of this conversation, I said that uh, we kind of confuse originality with authenticity, but we want to create our own identity and we want to be unique. So we are often actually looking at uniqueness through originality. But if I look at uh, uh, this, this whole system itself, that we, each one of us, are in a way unique. Uh, each YouTuber you were talking about, giving the example that Every YouTuber is thinking about content creation. If they think about being original, then nothing may come out of it because uh, everything is said or done uh, at one point or another. Uh, it's said in different ways probably, but it's already kind of covered. It's nothing that, say, that they are saying is new uh, in most cases. But everybody has a unique take on that. And they have their unique way of presenting it. They have their unique way to connect. And they have their set of audiences with whom they are able to connect. And I think that is really important to look at that how uh, unique we are in our own ways every time we do something. So uh, still there is that need to find our originality. So it's not that we are looking at uh, uh, uniqueness, but we are still obsessed with this originality. Why do you think that happens, Prasanna? No, I think that what we are talking about originality here is what I said, that it is closer to authenticity. It is, it is being authentic about who I am. The moment I am authentic about who I am, where I no, come I, from, where are my I, thoughts I, from. I'll, I'll just stop you here because what I want to know before dealing with uh, the originality, what we are saying, 
the originality that people are driven towards most of our most of the time even in our unawareness you and i are driven towards is to find our identity or create our identity through that and uh, uh, it's not even uh, that you know by doing and and we i used to feel that we try to do that because we want to be unique but the moment you realize that you are still unique no matter what then still people go into this direction of finding originality they want to be original look at any creator still um, artists painters sculptors they want to bring an ex- expression that is original even researchers there is a term that uh, is this an original research uh which means that it's not uh, sort of shooting out of uh an existing research uh, to sort of support or uh, uh disapprove that but it it emerges as a, as a, as a original thought in itself and every once in a while there is an original research that happens uh, which is a paradigm shifting inquiry like theory of relativity uh, but everything still remains unique no matter what so i'm just trying to find out that why is it that we are striving towards being original as conventionally understood yeah so i think let me read out quickly uh, the passage which in fact was a trigger for our conversation or recording of this podcast today i think that will also kind of set more clarity for our mm. uh, listeners also so nothing is original steal from anywhere that resonates with inspiration or fuels your imagination your old films new films music books paintings photographs poems dreams random conversations architecture bridges street signs trees clouds bodies of water light and shadows select only things to steal from that speak directly to your soul if you do this your work in bracket theft will be authentic authenticity is invaluable originality is non existent and don't bother concealing your theory celebrate it if you feel like it in any case always remember what john lu godrand said it's not where you take things from it's where you take them to so um, if you see uh, all the ideas which we see around there might be some origin to that even research for that matter original research i get what you are saying but then there might be some research happened on some topic by someone in some part of the world from there to take it and then to, to bring it to a new level altogether uh, iphone for example is a good example of stealing idea you can say so there was always this idea of having a touch screen there was always idea of like a ipod kind of a thing which was always there there was always idea of putting emails and internet and all the things into a mobile by blackberries of the world and then bringing this all together into a single piece and yet making it a very delightful experience for the users was something what steve job did and we today call him an innovator some people call him he used to steal things Mm. including by maybe if you see the story of uh, both microsoft and uh, mac it starts from their both stealing it from xerox hmm hmm now what do you bring of iphone uh, to be considered as the first phone uh, uh, sort of which had this touch feature i think much before iphone was launched there was another phone by htc which was called htc touch 
they had a stylus in that but that was just in case if you need this the primary purpose was that you touch and you use it rather than taking out the stylus every time and so like you said that whether then iphone is an original idea probably not uh, it was an intuitive uh, way of using the interface uh, and that's what uh, uh, steve jobs really capitalized upon and that's what he really well marketed uh, and, and that is the line where uh, it resonates with me the last line it is not important where you take from what is important is where you take it to precisely because and and the entire approach uh, was at least to my mind uh, quite authentic in terms of giving 100% with utmost sincerity towards making this product uh, towards the creation of a certain experience of the users and no wonder that you know now that steve jobs is not there uh, the uh, iphone iterations have, have have sort of become redundant in a way no? that we we really need to look at why this need this compulsion comes for, for towards originality now i before i give you uh, i was also thinking of one other thing that you know in originality there is a certain sense of pressure in authenticity there is flow in originality there is a certain sense of urge to prove something in authenticity there is simply being in originality you are identifying yourself with something and driving towards that in authenticity you are just doing what you are doing with 100% there in originality you're driven from a certain future condition which probably is triggered also because you defined that in your past in authenticity you are in this moment itself you're not thinking of the future you're not thinking of the past you're just thinking of the cause and doing it in this moment and i find these clear distinctions which are there when i compare the two words uh, yet i'm kind of confused that why are we constantly driven towards this idea of being original yeah so before even going at why part i think just to add on what you mentioned on the different distinctions between originality and authenticity i think even in uh, originality if you see there is a kind of comparison and competition whether this was done before or not there is always a struggle to check that with the past mm-hmm. whereas mm-hmm. being authentic is more compassionate towards yourself it is more Uh, uniting in a way with yourself so there is no comparison with the marketplace or with the external world uh, which is there in the case of originality now why it th- i think it is again the answer lies in this that when i want to bring something to the table i am making sure that someone else has not done it and that is because i just want to make sure that i am the first person to do it i am not copying anyone or maybe there might be various reasons which make us too much obsessed towards being original and that in a way makes us uh, inactive mm. because we are looking for something which no one has done I don't know. There is this urge to see and make sure that I am the first one to do this, or I am not copying from someone. Uh, but I think ultimately, if you see all music, all art, all painting, it is. It has some people call it inspiration. Some people acknowledge it as a copy. But there is that stealing element in all the uh, 
things around us it's the authenticity which makes it distinct and different hmm hmm so perhaps stealing is a harsh word uh, but but that is what uh, it is also is sort of occurring to me um whether we acknowledge it or not whether we do it consciously or not uh, it is taking an idea without the consent of the first creator that we have come across uh, and and making it our own uh, and and so without the consent of somebody without them knowing you have taken that idea is therefore stealing in that sense so probably that's the right word also as i feel it harsh and when i inquire uh, i feel maybe that that's right but yeah go ahead yeah so i was just looking at this two words maybe stealing and plagiarism there is a difference in that and uh, somehow i think uh, that also shows up in the results so one is to take something and call it your just put your name on it that i have done it and other is to take the idea and then take it to a different level altogether by being yourself into that like as i told you the example of a recipe uh, there might be a limited number of ways in which one can prepare a certain recipe or a, a food item but then being who you are being authentic about your own self you can bring something else altogether to it which was not done before hmm. or no i think i think plagiarism is plagiarism is just the act of taking somebody's idea and not acknowledging that exactly uh, so uh, uh, i mean uh, when the moment you give a credit then uh, and taking it forward from there would be a different act i think and that's a different territory probably uh, uh, i'm just kind of uh, in a way still baffled with this thing that why is this urge or where is this urge coming from for being original i think that's that's what the human urge to be someone who uh, who has who is you know, the, doing it the, the what time. i'm what know. i'm what wonders me is that you know naturally we feel fear because fear also is a sort of uh, a pre-installed condition fear is part fear fear is evolutionary hmm. similarly authenticity is a pre-installed condition kids kids are authentic when they are born and there is something when they start developing the idea that is when the idea of originality comes so i'm i'm just wondering also that does our education current education have something to do with originality does this capitalist world this competitive market have have taken us into being original because i mean i'm just kind of looking into the history and looking through different people that few generations before us was that urge still there to be original uh, i i don't think it was so evident it has I increased think, multiple I, folds in present day yeah i think it is also coming from the opposite of it if you see uh, when someone copies something there is a lot of you um, and cry about oh you copied it from this person you copied it from that person so in a way the opposite of it also pushes more people to think towards how should i not copy it or be original i think that can be one of the trigger 
And again, coming to that distinction between copying and stealing, I would like to quote what uh, Picasso used to say. He used to always say that a good artist copy, great artist steal. So <laughs> if you see, <laughs> there is a subtle difference there between copy and stealing. Mm. Well, this debate for being original, where does this come from? How does this emerge? Is an inquiry for oneself because for everybody, each one who is a unique individual, their reason for originality could be coming from their own uh, conditioning, their own reasons, and to find it for themselves may be a way forward. But authenticity, on the other hand, is an innate quality. It's there within us. It's just that we have probably forgotten about it. In authenticity, there is a sense of completeness. There's a sense of wholeness. There is a sense of being. There's a sense of flow. There is a sense of compassion and empathy. And I think that's the purpose of this podcast, to simply bring the distinction between the two words and then leave it to our listeners to make their own choice. With that, we complete our today's conversation. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more such podcasts and daily writings, subscribe us on creating13.com, that is creating13.com. We request you to share this podcast with your friends and family and anyone who may be interested in such topics. Your sharing will only help us to reach out to people and to serve our cause. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter We've put the links in the description. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform now. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode and we wish to have you with us again next week for listening a new episode. Until then, take care.